welcome to another episode of Talking to Myself. This is the podcast where I look into a camera and I talk to myself. My name is Jake Letizia. How you doing? I'm the host. I said that backwards from how I usually say it, but whatever. You still got the same information. This is a show called Talking to Myself, and I'm Jake. How are you? How you doing? Hope everything's good. Hope you're living it up. Hope life is chill as fuck. Uh, episode 101, man. We're just we're just moving right along. We're pushing through. Episode 100 is in our fucking rearview mirror. That was a fun time. The bonus episode with uh, Sonya, my mother, came out uh, yesterday from when I'm recording this. Uh... People seem to enjoy it, or at least the clip on Instagram. If you haven't listened to it yet, go on YouTube or iTunes or Spotify. Check it out. It's a good time. Me and her argue about religion and whatnot. It's uh, it's chill. It's it's very fun. It's awesome. Yeah. How you doing? How's everyone doing? Hope everything's good. Uh, I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm decent. I'm drinking a monster, dude. I'm drinking a monster because I'm all out of my uh, coffee that I get because the coffee I get comes in the mail in like a 12-pack and uh, I started drinking two of them a day instead of one of them a day so I ran out before the next shipment came in so now I got to get some sort of caffeine in my body because I'm addicted to it to the point where if I don't have it I want to shoot myself and everyone around me in the face so I got a little bit of Monstar to drink for the pod today. Which got me thinking, did I talk about this on episode 100? I don't know. The fucking monster exploding? I had a monster. I really, really apologize if literally last week I talked about this. I don't think I did, though. Anyway, I had a monster, and it fell over, and it slit open just the tiniest bit right next to my laptop. And all of a sudden, a fucking hose-like spray... Like a sprinkler-like spray just shoots out of the can. And it's right next to my computer, so it gets all over my uh, all over my electronics immediately. But I think, you know, even though it's like a hose-like spray or a sprinkler-like spray, I think it's only on the immediate things I see in front of me. So I get really fucking freaked out, first of all. Uh, because it's on all it's on all of the things you don't want sticky. You don't want electronic sticky ever. Because what happens is everything sticks. And the clicking of buttons gets fucked up. I've, I've been drinking Monster for way too long. And I would like to say energy drinks. But it's not energy drinks as a whole. I feel like that's more adult and, and, and uh, human to do. But no, it's only been pretty much exclusively Monster for a long time. Because at, in my heart and soul, I'm a 12-year-old boy looking for those codes for Halo. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, fucking Master Chief, I think, is on this thing right now. Yeah, he is, dude. Even though this game isn't coming out because it got delayed. Because... Everyone was like, yo, these graphics are fucking garbage. Master Chief is still on the on the thing. So that's who I'm a twelve year old boy at heart. Drinking a drinking a fucking green drink that says monster with a fucking space marine on it. That's who I am in my soul. Anyway, um 
But I've been drinking Monster and playing video games, again, 12-year-old in my soul, for long enough to know if, you, like, a controller gets sticky, it's fucked. The button's fucked. You gotta buy a whole new controller because just a little bit of juice got inside of it and stuck up your whole shit. So the fact that a, a fire hose of Monster sprayed... Also, why is the pressure in the can that severe? The pressure in a fucking can of soda, Monster, whatever, should not be severe enough where if a little puncture wound happens, a little bit of a happens, it shouldn't become a fire hose of monster that sprays all over your shit. It just shouldn't, bro. It should do one little spurt and calm down. This thing was not calming down. I had to fucking cover it with my hand and have my hand get soaked with sticky garbage. Anyway, I cleaned off my stuff. Thank God my laptop and everything was fine. I was able to unsticky it. But then a couple hours later, I didn't realize, oh, it sprayed on the wall. It sprayed on the ceiling. It sprayed on fucking my PlayStation. It sprayed on on everything over here. And I fucking tried to clean it up. It sprayed on the fucking TV. It literally was over there by the couch went and sprayed all over the entire fucking room. Hey, man, reduce the pressure in a can of Monster. Why? Why is it that intense? Also, change what a monster looks like. Dude, energy drinks... You can't trust a... A a, a non-translucent can. You can't trust a can you can't see through. Do you know what I'm saying? I guess that's not true for every soda, because if you see Coke, Coke is still appetizing if you look at it. You still want to drink it. But that's the thing. They have also translucent, you know what I'm saying? They have bottles you can see through. Monster energy drinks do not have a plastic bottle option where you can see the liquid inside. Do you know why? Because if you did, you would not drink it. Okay? Don't trust drinks... And I'm saying that as someone who drinks energy drinks, who drinks this fucking monster sewage water, don't, don't drink it. You know why? Because you, we really should not trust a drink that does not have the confidence to show you what it looks like before you're buying it. If they had monster in a clear fucking Poland spring type bottle, you would throw up, you would gag. It looks like shit water. Okay, and that's not hyperbolic. It looks like water that someone took a shit in. It looks like someone took a shit. You ever have diarrhea, right? Excuse me if this is disgusting talk. I mean, I know it is disgusting talk, but that's just how it goes. If you want to come back in a couple minutes, I'm about to launch into some diarrhea talk. (laughs) If you've ever seen, if you've ever had diarrhea, which you have, which also, why are you offended? If you are listening to this and you're like, oh my god, he's talking about that. He's talking about a bodily function that I've also done. Exactly, bro. Everyone's diarrhea, so this conversation should not be upsetting. But you know when you've di- definitely diarrhea man or woman, whoever's listening. You know when you've done this. When you've taken a shit and not, and it's not really any sort of solid at all. It's just like mush and almost fucking... It's almost like like mushy dust. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
where the bowl is just kind of this dark orange brown because it's mixed in with your piss. It's just piss and like fucking non-congealed shit floating around. It just looks like a sewage puddle. That's what Monster looks like when it's in a clear container. That's what it looks like, dude. And that night I had to drink it. That night I had to drink it like that because the can was fucking leaking all over the place. And a monster is like three fucking 89 or whatever it is. It's too close to four bucks to not drink it even with the puncture wound. You know what I'm saying? So I had to put it in a fucking clear container and drink it. And uh, I did, man. I did. That's That's... And that happened to me years ago, too. I fucked up a monster can, and then I was like, well, I'm still going to drink this, so I had to pour it into, like, a glass. And uh, the first time it happened, I stopped drinking monster for a little bit. The first time it happened, the sight of the sewage water and me drinking it, like, it looked like I was drinking shit water, and that that visual was disgusting enough for me to not drink it for for a few months. But then... I went right back to it, and the other the other day when this happened, didn't even bat a fucking eye. For a split second, I was like, uh, this doesn't look appetizing, but then I was like, hey, man, I'm going to drink this. And that's when you know you're addicted, dude. You know you're addicted to something when it looks like, like shit water, and it's disgusting to look at, but you're still like, I'm definitely going to drink this. That's when you know you're addicted to caffeine. That's also scary too. Is a mon if you coffee or monster, if it's a caffeinated beverage that's a part of my fucking daily routine, if it falls or 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 pours out on the ground, I'm angry. And that's a bad feeling to have. That's a that's a feeling I wish I could get rid of. But I you do, you get fucking angry. You're like, my coffee. If you spill water, who gives a fuck? But if you spill your fucking coffee that you put the exact amount of sugar into and you stirred it up correct and you shook it up and it's all fucking perfect and it's frothy and it's good and it's jism when you got that perfect coffee and then it spills oh man dude you want to kill a family you want to kill a family <laughs> you fucking get mad dude it's not good but like i said i'm addicted i would like to not drink it at all like today i was like oh i don't or when I st- didn't have enough coffee, I was like, you know what? On the pod today, I'm not going to drink any caffeine. But then I woke up and I wanted to die. I like I had such a hard time waking up that I was like, nah, I'm going to drink some caffeine. Fuck it. I need to get I need to get the life back inside of my body. That's what it feels like drinking caffeine, which again feels bad. It's a de- you got to depend on it. I think about that. If the world fucking ended and it was all about survival, would I be worrying about fucking caffeine? No, dude. The adrenaline alone would be enough to get me amped up to survive. So I should get off it now. If it's something if it's something that you don't need in the end times, you shouldn't be so dependent on it when things are easy to survive, right? I don't know. That's what I think in my head, but I don't know if that's true. Anyway, yeah, had a hard time waking up, had a hard time waking up. I've been having a hard time waking up uh, lately. Well, I don't know why. Probably depression. (laughs) 
probably sadness, probably a feeling of complete worthlessness and like what and 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 like there's no point to fucking getting up. Maybe that. <laughs> uh, I was talking to friends last night and they were talking about some uh, sleep expert who was saying that that certain people uh that you shouldn't feel bad if you're a night owl or a morning person. Or or he was talking about how a lot of people feel bad when they're night owls because that's not what you're supposed to do, how societally you're supposed to fucking go to bed on t- at a certain time, then wake up early and, and get get to the day, get your fucking shit done. But this guy was saying that biologically some of us are night owls and some of us are not because of how we used to be in tribes and shit like that and like certain members of your family or your tribe or whatever would be asleep while you would be awake because, you know, you took shifts in protection. You know what I'm saying? Someone needed to be awake so animals wouldn't rip apart your family in the night. So that's the idea behind certain people being night owls is still having that bio- biological thing in their system of like, oh, well, other people in the household are asleep. I should be awake. Interesting stuff. But it also led to the guy being like, so if you are a night owl and you do stay up late and sleep in, you shouldn't feel guilty about that. You should just do that and then still get your stuff done during the day. You just get it done at different times. And it did make me feel better for a moment. It did make me go like, oh, all right, that's pretty chill. So I don't have to feel like shit when I wake up at 11 a.m. I don't have to feel like garbage if I sleep till noon. That's pretty chill, dude. But then also part of me is just like, is this guy just like, is his thing just making you feel better about the bad decisions in your life? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I've also seen videos on Facebook with fucking quick text with fucking top and bottom text that are like, actually, tequila is good for you. You know what I'm saying? And then it's a fucking video where no one's speaking. It's just music like da 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 and text going like, actually, tequila is really good for you. And it's showing people doing shots and stuff. And I'm like, hey, man, is it though? Is tequila good for you? What does that mean? And they never specify. They just go, actually, a shot of tequila can actually do this for your body. And it's like, yeah, but the people watching this video aren't going to go, oh, really, a shot of tequila is good for you. Let me do one shot. No, it's going to be somebody who drinks nine shots every day and is going to be like, oh, see, it's good for me. A Facebook video told me. No, ma, I'm not an alcoholic. A Facebook video told me that nine shots of tequila is good for pregnancy. Okay, dude. Am I going to listen to my mom or Facebook? Fuck off, mom. Anyway, but he was talking about that, and then uh, I found it interesting, and it also made me feel a little bit better about being a night owl and whatnot. Uh, But he was also talking about sleep and, you know, nine hours. Like, some people need nine hours, some people need four. You also shouldn't worry about how much sleep you're getting. You should just worry about how much is right for your body. But again, I don't know what the fuck that... How do you know what's right for your body? Because I've had four hours of sleep and woken up immediately. If you wake up immediately, does that mean your body's chill as fuck? If I sleep seven hours or more, I'm groggy as fuck. But if I wake up after four hours of sleep, I wake up immediately. Does that mean I should only be getting four hours of sleep? I don't know what it fucking means. Somebody tell me. 
Somebody with expertise, if you're listening to this, you're definitely not. But if you are, fucking help me out. Is this guy my friend was talking about full of goddamn bullshit? But then the conversation led to, uh, because we were talking about sleeping in and whatnot. And my friend, and one of my friends was like, oh, sometimes I lie in bed. What makes it worse waking up in the morning is sometimes I just like lie in bed awake for a while before I do anything. And that kind of makes it worse. And then my other friend said, yeah, uh, that's like my idea of depression. It's just like lying in bed forever and not being able to get out of it. And then they were talking about depression and how for, for one of them, depression, or maybe both of them. Anyway, how depression manifests for some of them as, as uh, oh, everyone hates me or everyone's angry at me. And then I started thinking because I already we were already on the subject of sleeping, so I was already thinking about like, hey, why do I sleep in every day? Oh, probably because I feel I just feel bad. <laughs> uh, but then I started thinking about like worthless. I was like, oh well, it's interesting that everyone hates you because for me, depression, my depression manifests as like, oh, I'm worthless. You know, a deep, intense sense of worthlessness of just feeling like you're a useless piece of shit like no one has any use for you and you might as well fuck off and die that's how it manifests for me and then you start thinking about people and you know it's not true you know it's not true at all but you start thinking about people who are very close to you who would be upset if you died and you start thinking in your head like well they wouldn't care though they wouldn't actually care. They'd be like, oh shit, he died? Oh, anyway, and carry on with their life. Like, I really picture that in my brain of people very close to me having, not mourning at all, just being like, oh yeah, well, you know, he's dead. That's what happens in my brain. Uh, and it's a hard thing to combat. I don't know. I don't know if that's, I don't know what that is. It's, I guess it's depression. I guess that's a form of being depressed is having that feeling. Because it isn't true. It isn't. It's, your, it's my brain lying to me. Like I'm sure the people who are very close to me would be sad <laughs> if I went. And it's also not the thing. The problem with the fucking depression and people being sad is, is there's so many assholes who talk about it, who make it about people feeling bad for them. And that's, I don't think that's how it is at all. I think when you're depressed, when I have a feeling like that of like, oh, somebody like people wouldn't care if I lived or died. It's not like a, well, no one cares if I live or die. So I might as well kill myself. Like it's, it's not a fuck you mentality. It's not a, what was me thing at all. My brain goes to, oh, well they, they wouldn't care if I lived or died. So, I mean, I could die. That's where it goes to a matter of fact place, which is worse, which is, which is why it's fucked and hard to talk about and weird because it doesn't it doesn't make any sense rationally and then there are these these i don't know i don't know i don't know if the people who are woe is me about being sad and depressed and make everything about them i don't know if they're really suffering from it or not but it does bug me and and it, like the social media depression people irritate me 
of like their whole thing is like, oh my God, I fucking am. I don't know. I watched a TikTok the other day and I felt bad at how I felt by it. But it was a dude making a TikTok and maybe he just was on his last leg, but maybe it was the fact that it was on TikTok. I don't know. But he was he was looking at the camera and he was crying and saying how it's his birthday and he's so alone. And he just doesn't want to be alone and he's so sad. and He just doesn't want to be sad. And... Part of me felt bad for him, but also part of me was like, why are you, why are you doing this? Like, are you doing this to get sympathy? Like, I don't know what you're doing. Why are you doing this? And I'm watching it going, yeah, I'm sad. I feel the same fucking way, dude. I don't know what you want from me on this. Maybe it's just that. Maybe it's because I feel the same way as him that it made me mad. Maybe other people who don't feel lonely and sad like that guy, they're like, whatever, dude. But for whatever reason, it made me angry. I was like, dude, why are you this... I don't know. My brain went to like, this isn't the answer. Making a video on TikTok of you crying about this isn't the answer, man. You got to talk to somebody fucking for real. You got to see a therapist. You got to do something. I mean, he was wearing a suit. He was in a car. He seems like he's got more money than me. If I had money, I would fucking talk to somebody every week. The only reason why I don't is because I can't afford it, bro. And then people were like, why don't you do it on your health insurance? Why, dude? So I can get some guy who's like, you know, it's all in your head. It's hard to find a good therapist. People act like you just get a fucking good therapist. No, dude, it's like dating. And I think I've said this on the podcast before, but finding a good therapist is like finding a good life partner. Most of them fucking suck. Most of them are crazy pieces of shit and and it's very rare that you find the one where you're like, oh, I'll spend multiple years talking and being around this person. It's the same thing. The only difference is you don't fuck your therapist. That's it. Finding a life partner, finding a beautiful lady that you love, and finding somebody to hear all the garbage in your brain for a hundred bucks an hour, it's the same thing, dude. They charge the same too. <laughs> No, they don't. That's such a fucking hack. Women, you gotta spend money on women. Type joke. Um, no, they don't. They don't charge the same. They don't at all. A hundred bucks an hour. Fucking psychotic, dude. I was seeing a therapist for like three sessions. That was three hundred an hour. I got him to go down to a hundred an hour, and then I was like, "Hey, man, I can't do this. Are you out of your fucking mind? A hundred an hour? Are you out of your fucking mind, dude? A hundred an hour for you to go like this? Oh." oh. Well, what do you think? For you to fucking hold your Nalgene bottle and be like, "Um, well, okay. For you to hold your thermos and pretend you're deep in thought while you don't write down a single thing I say or record it. How do you remember what I said? You didn't, dude. You didn't remember. If I'm paying you a hundred bucks an hour, write some shit down, bro. Record something. Fucking be diligent. Don't close your eyes and hold your thermos. And as I'm talking, and when I finish talking, you go like this. Well, what, what do you think? That's it? That's what I'm get, paying a fucking $100 an hour for? Hey, man, string a sentence together. What do you think? I think you're doing a bad job. That's what I fucking think. I think I'm still fucking depressed, cunt.
I think I'm still depressed, asshole. Fucking sit up straight and tell me what I should do about the fact that my fucking father fired me from work. I don't know. <laughs> the fact that my fucking dad fired me on my, on my first day of work at his fucking store when I was 13, bro. No, I think I was 15. Um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> dude, that's so funny. My dad did do that. He fired me for my first day of work. Or the first day of work. Which, at the time, thought it was fine. But I think it did fuck me up. Because it, did, it, did ma- it makes me, like, in situations of... Uh, where I feel inexperienced, I'm just like, well, I shouldn't do that. Because I'll just fucking, why would I do that? I'll just fuck it up. I do think that way. And I think it does come from, I was working at my dad's store, fucking 15 years old or whatever it was. And uh, and at the end of the day, he was like, you're not getting it. You're not getting it. And he fired me. He fired me the first day because I didn't understand how to do everything perfectly. At the fucking store. (laughs) He was like, you're not understanding exactly how to do everything the first fucking day that you're there. Yeah, dude. Yeah, because I just learned how to do all this shit, you fucking asshole. What a psycho. Imagine that. Dude, I've worked on sets with people where it's the first time they've ever been on set. And... When they fuck up, I don't go, oh, this fucking idiot. I go, oh, it's their first day on a set, bro. Oh, dude, it's their first day. I don't go, oh, this fucking, this guy's not getting it. Yeah, he hasn't gotten it yet. You have to get it. What a asshole. Every, that's the thing about, about fucking life, existence, learning a skill, getting good at anything. You have to learn how to do it to get it. You know what I'm saying? At some point, you started out going like this. Imagine if somebody trying to learn English for the first day at the end of the fucking day. The person was like, all they could say was the. And the person teaching them English was like, you're not fucking getting it. I'm I'm not teaching you English anymore. You didn't learn every word in the English language today and be able to say it fluently. You're not fucking getting it. You're fucking fired. You're fucking not understand. How do you not understand English the first time you fucking hear it? You're not fucking getting it. Go back to wherever you fucking come from, bro. Dude, my dad had to learn English. Imagine if the fucking person, imagine when he came off the boat to America from Italy, they were like, hey, how's it going? And my dad was like, buongiorno. And they're like, dude, you're not getting it. You're not getting it. We we speak English here. You're not getting it. Go back to fucking Italy, fuckface. Imagine that. For a dude, for a dude who had to go through a lot, he's got no patience for anything. Anyway, that was the end of the first half. <laughs> the timer just went off. Uh, yeah, Sil- it went off silently because I uh, don't have the alarm on because I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't want to jump in the middle of my podcast. Anyway, the camera's about to go out. I'll be right back. See you guys in the second half. What's up? I'm back. How's it going? Um, yeah, so... 
Anyway, that's enough about talking about depression. Um, I might have a crush on somebody. <laughs> right now. I think maybe I formed a new uh, crush in my life. But I'm... I'm uh, I'm confused about it, dude. Dude, crushes fucking suck, first of all. Throughout my entire life. They suck. Because you can't... You can't stop it. You can't prevent a crush. It just happens. You could be fucking 50 years old. And all of a sudden you meet the right lady. And she fucking smiles in a way that makes you go. What? And then you're a 50 year old man being like. Oh my god. I kind of, I kind of like this girl. You know. It, it, it makes you a child no matter what fucking age you're at. You're immediately made into an infant. Who's like. Oh my god. I just wish I could kiss you. Right? It's it's stupid, dude. It's dumb. You feel dumb, but you can't prevent it from happening. It just switches on in your brain. But then part of me, as I've had crushes over the years, every time I have a new one, I try and look at it and go, what the fuck is it? Like, what is this crush? Because most crushes don't turn into relationships. They, they're just you fawning. They're just you like... <laughs> I can't imagine if we did date, it would be perfect. But then in reality, you're like barely speaking to them or you are speaking to them a lot at first, but for whatever reason, you never make a move. You never make the jump to be like, hey, actually, let's date. You just stay in this weird zone of like, if it's the perfect moment, I'll go, hey, and she'll go, let's do it. No, dude. So I guess where I'm at with this particular thing right now is I'm trying to figure out my brain. Is it a crush or is it just somebody who I'm like, oh, no, I would just want to go on a date. I would just date that person if the opportunity show like presents itself. I think it might more just be like, oh, I'm attracted to that person. It, you know, if it made sense, I'll ask him out. I think it's more that. But it's but part of part of me was like, is it a is it a Google Gaga? Wait, I just want to. Do you want to lie in the same bed as me? I I was like, is that it? Is that what's going on in my fucking head? Or is it just, oh, yeah, you want to go on a date? Which is it, bro? I think it's just, oh, I want to go on a date. Or it might might be nothing. I don't know, dude. It's fucking, there's no, there's nothing right now. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing. So whatever little inkling of a human being being interesting and awesome, whatever little smidgen of that that you can have, you grab onto. So I don't know if I really am into this person. Or if I just had a pleasant conversation with a stranger and I was like, this is the first time in fucking 10 months because I'm not allowed to go outside. It might just be that. I'm not allowed to go outside in fucking 19 years. This is the one fucking stranger who's not on a dating app who I'm meeting who is who is actually pretty chill and she's pretty cute too. I want to bite her face. I guess I like this girl. You know, you don't know. You don't know. It might just be that might just be cooped up because of the pandemic or it might be. Nah, I'm into this person. 
<laughs> nah, dude. I'm into her. It's hard to tell. Dating apps are so cool, though. They're so fucking sick, bro. They're so dope. They're so fucking dope. Everyone you meet on dating apps, always chill as fuck. Never weird. Never fucking psychotic. Right, dude? Ladies out there, you never met a man that you were like, is he going to kill me? You've never met a guy like that on a dating app, right? Dudes out there, you've never met a lady on a dating app where you're like, oh, she she's going to kill me. <laughs> Oh, man. That's true. I think both men and women suffer from, uh, I think this person's going to kill me on a dating app, but I think it, for the women, it's it's probably more terrifying. It's probably, because it's probably more, because you think that in your head and you're like, well, they might actually kill me. You know, I think this person might kill me, but then I just leave. Then I just stop. Then I just go away. You know what I'm saying? I think women have the thought of this guy's going to kill me tonight and men have the thought of like if I keep if I start dating this girl she's going to kill me when we're married. She's going to kill me when she's like I want to have a kid and I'm like I don't want to do that and she's like all right well I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> Will I survive the night? Is a woman's brain and a man's brain is will I if if I date her for seven months, will she stab me in the throat while I'm asl- while I'm sleeping? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, dude, Hinge is dope though. It's so fucking cool, dude. You uh, uh a woman's profile on Hinge is one of two things. It's either um a girl going, I love sushi and the office. We'll get along if you like sushi or the office. Or it's a, a woman going, we'll get along if you are a person of faith. If you love Jesus, we'll get along. And then their last photo is them at a shooting range. Don't know why. Don't know what the correlation is. But it's always somebody being like, you got God. And then in their last photo, it's them shooting a gun at a target in a fucking dark well-lit room you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying a shooting range is a dark well-lit room because that without the lights it's it's a basement but with the lights you could see enough to know what's going on you could see enough to know hey this lady who loves the lord is shooting that target well also just a weird thing to show somebody hey i love god but also look at these headshots i'm hitting (laughs) I'm ready to fight for the Lord. I'm ready to protect our family. And also, if you fucking get a little bit wise, look at those headshots, dude. You think I'm going to fucking miss? Okay? You don't know if I own this gun or not? Guess what, bro? It actually is a good way of, of, of warding off, like, psychopaths. Like, if you're a killer and you see a woman with a shooting a gun in her profile... I'm pretty sure you're going to swipe left. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm pr- it's a pretty good it's actually a great safety measure. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think every uh lady should just have a picture of them shooting a gun just in case, man. Just as a fucking preliminary like, hey, 
let's let's push these weirdos as far as uh, as far away as possible. Ah, <sighs> crushes, dude. Fucking crushes. Bro. I was talking to someone on uh on Hinge and they uh they we were flirting about something very fucking stupid about like fry, french fries or something. She had a she had a fucking thing where she had fries, a picture or something, or she wrote something about french fries and I was like, "Yo, give me some fries." And then she's like, nah, get your own. They're my fries. And then we were just arguing about whose fries they were. And then I was like, oh, you can't say because I because I wanted to take a picture of like a, a thing of fries and then say put, put my name on it or something to be like, see, they are my fries. But you can't send pictures on Hinge. So then I sent her and was like, oh, fuck, you can't send pictures. Otherwise, I would prove they're my fries. And, uh, and then she said something else. I was like, well, give me your number and I'll prove they're my fries. And then she was like, uh, she was like, oh, smooth, which I couldn't tell if she was mocking me or not. She might not have been. If it's in text format, here's the thing in life. I can pretty quickly tell if someone's mocking me. Sometimes not though. I have friends who like, they, they fuck around so often that I have no idea when they're mocking or not. And sometimes they'll say something genuine to me, and I'm like, are you fucking with me? I don't know what's going on right now. But for the most part, I can usually tell if someone's mocking me. And um, in But in text, I'm terrible at it. So anyway, she was like, smooth. And I was like, you making fun of me? Probably, I hope not. Anyway, it doesn't fucking matter. So then she, go, she goes, uh, but, because I said, give me your number. She's like, smooth. But this is this also just seems like a way for you to send dick pics. Or like this seems like a move to send dick pics. Something like that. And I just immediately was like. <sighs> you know. I just immediately was like. Oh my god. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. This has happened before. Where someone will make a joke or whatever. Here's the thing. I'm very I'm very aware if I was a woman on a dating app, I probably would never give anyone my phone number. I probably wouldn't go on a fucking dating app because men being a man, I understand how psychotic some of them can be suffering some of the same psychosis as some of them. I can understand it. Okay. Um, why you're like, nah, dude, because some of these women, a lot of these women have fucking nightmare stories. Even if they have good experiences on, on dating apps, they have a lot of fucking bad ones. Okay. And they're different from a guy's The guys. Like I said before, is like, will this girl kill me seven months into a relationship? Or it's like this girl held my hand on the first date. That's weird. Or she chews a strange, stupid shit, you know, but for a lady, it's like, oh, I gave this guy my number and he texted me fucking a thousand times in a day. Like that kind of shit. He kept calling me up and I was like, I don't want to talk to you. And then he was like, you're a whore. That's the kind of shit that a lady has to go through on a dating app. So I understand, you know, the joke about a dick pic and all that stuff. But at the same time, I'm just like, I'm not going to send a dick pic. <laughs> 
Also, I think it's it wasn't even it's not even her being like in that moment making that joke. It's like that joke was was uh, the straw that broke my camel back. You know, it was the straw because so many people are like, oh, you've never sent a dick pic. There's no way you've never sent a dick pic or someone's like I've just that joke is made a lot when you give someone their number of like, oh, don't send me a dick pic. And it's like, I understand that you're making that joke because it happens a lot. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not, I'm not going to. (laughs) Also, I don't like the assumption because this is an assumption and men fucking perpetuate this as well because I've heard men be like, dude, every guy sends dick pics. They don't. And I've definitely said this on the podcast before, but not every guy does it. Okay. I've never sent a human being a picture of my dick. And you know why? Because who the fuck wants to see that? Nobody, dude. Nobody wants to see your penis. Nobody. Okay. There's a reason why in sex, your dick goes inside of the woman. Because no one wants to see it, dude. That's not the attractive, appetizing part of sex. The appetizing, perfect part of sex is it disappears inside of a vagina and no one has to see it ever again until it's over. That's what it is, dude. If God exists, that's how he, That's why he constructed it like that. He sculpted his first dick and he was like, dude, this doesn't look right. I'll just make it so the greatest feeling in the world is hiding it inside of a lady. You know? Anyway, I don't get it. I think I've, I think I've talked about all this shit. Whatever, I'll talk about it again. Who cares? But it's, it's like, it's just one of those things where it's like, I'm not, I'm not going to send, I don't, and it's, you know what it is? It's fine. She's totally chill at saying that. It's all good, bro. But what it really is, is I'm also just frustrated in general with like, I'll, I'll date people who are like, why don't you send nudes? Why don't you send a dick pic? Because I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to do that. Have I said this? Dude, this this one girl, she was like, this one lady I met, who was a friend of a friend, she was like, you should send nudes. If a girl sends you nudes, you should send nudes back. And I was like, why? Why should I send nudes back if a girl sends me nudes? I go, every time I'm dating somebody, I let the person know. If they're like, hey, do you like nudes? I let the person know. I don't mind getting nudes, but just know that I'm never going to send one back. Which I think is perfectly fair. I'm telling a person if they're ex- if they're sending me nudes, expecting them back, I don't like taking them, so don't send them to me. If you're sending me something, it's like fucking your birthday, dude. I have a friend who does shit for your birthday so that you do shit for their birthday. And guess what, bro? If you get me a present on my birthday, unless I like you a lot, I'm not gonna reciprocate. You chose to give me a gift. Do you understand? And I practice that. I've given many people gifts for their birthday and they've never given me a gift back. And who gives a fuck? Because the joy is giving the person the gift. Okay? So if you're going to send a nude, it should be because you know the person will enjoy the nude and you, you, you're doing it for that excitement. You know what I'm saying? Do you, does that make sense? You shouldn't send nudes to get a nude. 
That goes for everybody. Men, don't send a dick pic going, now you send your fucking titty. Don't do that. That's stupid. And women, do not send fucking your naked body and go, now I want to see yours. You might not. And that's fine, bro. But anyway, even not doing that initial like, I'm not going to send them if you send them, just letting you know now. Even not doing that, I don't think you should ever send a nude to somebody expecting one back. But that's just my thing. Anyway, but I was talking to this lady and uh, she was like, and then I told her about the thing that I say of like, oh, well, I let the person know. And she's like, yeah, but if they send you a nude, you should still send a nude because I send nudes and like I want one back when I send one. And I go, well, why do you want one back? Are you turned on by nudes? And she's like, I mean, not really. And I was like, then what the fuck? What? What? Not real. That's the point of a nude is to turn someone on, is it not? And I was like, well, then what do you want it for? What do you want a nude for? If a nude is not to turn you on, what do you want it for? And she goes, well, I, I don't know. Like, I like to talk about it with other people. What, dude? I go, you you show your nudes. If a guy sends you a nude, if a guy is vulnerable enough to send you a picture of any part of his body, you then talk to other people about it? She's like, yeah, I show it to other people too. Hey, man, that right there is why I will never send one, bro. That right there. What the fuck are you talking about? The nerve to get defensive and annoyed and be like, what? You, If I send you a nude, you better send one back. Why? So I can also turn you on? No, so I can fucking talk shit about it with my friends. What? Way to give me the ultimate reason to never do it, bro. Also, I just don't get it, right? I've received nudes and they're nice and it's cool and women are beautiful. But at the same time, let's just have sex. Just come over, dude. Just come over. Come over, invite me over. Let's just fucking make out and shove our parts on each other and fucking... You know what I'm saying? Why don't I just make you wet? You make me hard. We fuck the shit out of each other and bite each other's faces and come, dude. How about we do that instead of fucking finding the perfect fucking angle to take one photo that's just what? To what? This is what I do with a nude. I go... Yeah, she looks really beautiful. She looks really hot. She looks hot. She looks that sexy. Which I get it. That's the point of a nude. The point of a nude is like, let me send you this so you want to fuck me. Which, it works. It is true. It does work. But it's just, it's, you know. It also just makes me go, what are you doing right now? Let's just have sex right now. You know why? Because also, like, if someone sends you a nude, they're probably not doing much of anything. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you could tell if it's, like, a stock nude or, a lot, or like, on-the-fly nude. If someone sends you an on-the-fly nude, it's just like, yo, bro, let's just have sex. Like, you're not, I can see you're not doing anything. I'm not doing it. Let's just meet up. It's funny when people, someone sends you a nude and they're not doing anything and they're like, oh, well, no, I just wanted to tease you. And you're like, well, what? 
What, dude? I don't know. Teasing. I don't know. I like teasing though. When I when I, when I'm in when I'm live in person, a little bit of teasing and foreplay is fun. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't like. I don't like. Uh, I'm not a big nudes fan. I'll appreciate them if I get one, but it's not something I need in my life. You know, it's not caffeine, bro. I need caffeine. <laughs> I fucking need that juicy caffeine, bro. Um, trying to figure out. Yeah, I'll talk about this. I was thinking about how I think it's funny or strange or interesting, at least how like like how do I put this? Isn't it interesting that, like, toys are, like, kids' toys? Like, the word toys is fascinating to me. Because I was thinking about how, when I was a kid, I had action figures. And th- they those were toys. Like, Legos were toys. Like, toys were something that you used your imagination to create something amazing with. You know, you created stories, characters. Like, it was you being a young uh excited human create creating that's what you had to use toys for creating using your imagination that's what you did as a kid and then as an adult a toy is something that you uh, use to come <laughs> As an adult, a toy is something you either put inside of your body or you put your body inside of so that you can ejaculate, so that you can coom, dude, so that you can be the ultimate coomer. That's what it is. And that's weird, dude. That's weird that toys... But isn't it also just emblematic of life itself is that like toys of like the innocence of youth and the fucking destruction of adulthood, you know, when you're like young life is like thinking and making things and hope and joy and adulthood is just like how 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 much and how good can I make come feeling? That's that's what it is. How good can my orgasm be? How often can I do it to distract myself from the the horrible nature of life, the just horrible suffering that is my existence outside of me putting my pee-pee in a fleshlight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> outside of using this vibrator on my vibrator on my clitoris. How can I how can I come massively with this vibrator on my clitoris? Uh to distract myself from the horrible nature of my job and the just everyday in and out struggle of being alive. How do I do that? And for a kid, it's just like, ooh, the world is so cool. Let me just fucking make more. Let me just create more. I guess it also is a distraction as a kid, toys. It's a distraction. But it's just interesting that your main your distraction is at least productive as a kid. And your distractions as an adult are mostly destructive. 100%. You, it's drugs, alcohol, 
sex, video games, like most of it leads to nothing, you know? But when you're a kid, it's like, maybe that's a storyteller in the making. Somebody fucking who's holding a Wolverine and holding a Spider-Man and going, no, this is why their worlds are colliding. Oh, dude, that guy's really thinking. That kid might write a fucking book one day. But if you're 47, plopping your pee-pee into a fucking... Uh, an inflatable bottom torso of a woman, uh, I don't think you're being very productive. <laughs> I don't think you're being very productive if you're if you're just, you know, if you bought the uh, the ass explosion 69,000, which is just the bottom half of a woman, and you're sliding your penis into it. I don't know. I don't think that's as good as uh, building a... A Lego castle. I don't think that's as uh, good for the soul. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just thought it was. I just thought it was funny. And just something that I I've never thought about of the comparison there of toys. It's a weird word, dude. It's a weird word to attach to a, a dildo or or a fleshlight. Giving flashlight all the all the credit. There's, I th- I'm pretty sure there's other fucking vaginal replicas. <laughs> is there a brand for dildo that is is dildo a brand? No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the brands for dildos, but I'm sure. Like, I would love to give a, a dildo brand some clout right now, some clout on this uh, fucking maybe a hundred people listen to podcast. <laughs> Oh, man. Dude, I would love to have enough fucking clout and enough reach to fucking be able to really influence this the, the adult toy market. That'd be fucking dope. That's all I would do. If this podcast gets huge, that's all I'm going to do. Is I'm going to be like, listen, guys, this is the fucking adult sex toy you need. But also, if you're also if if you're a fifty year old man who likes toys, you can buy the flashlight. But also, you can go to Toys R Us and buy a replica Lego Millennium Falcon. <laughs> you can get the best of adulthood and childhood all at once. Um. Anyway, that's it for the pod this week. Uh, I think that's I think that's a good place to end it. Uh. The timer's about to go off. Just went off. Um, yeah, a shorter one this week. Nice hour long. Um, this was very fun as always. Uh, yeah, I got some stuff cooking that's going to come out that uh, I think you'll enjoy, or I hope you'll enjoy. Anyway, uh, yeah. Hope you enjoyed the podcast this week. Uh, I love you guys, and I'll see you next week. Jay. Yay!